hey newbies, from time to time, sometimes we like spit out words that we may have covered before and it's an accident. But if we ever do that and don't explain some of the lingo, you can go to nftsfornewbies.com and get a lingo guide or just an NFT newbie guide altogether. That's going to probably save you some time, uh, maybe save you a DM and just have a reference so that way you can educate yourself on your off time if you'd like. And if you get any of those guides, then you will get our newsletter every week, every Wednesday, that is. And you will see what we've been up to, what we've released and where you can find us. Let's get to the show. So 99% of my projects, NFT projects that I've invested in are down. How about you? I have a feeling you might be in a similar position. So today we're going to be talking about the speculation on if the NFT bubble has actually burst. Look, are you interested in investing or collecting NFTs but are overwhelmed with all the information? Heather and I were true, true NFT newbies. We're going to break it down as we're learning, as we wander unafraid into the world of digital art. Listen, y'all, we're going to cure you of your FOMO, mildly educate you, and give our unqualified opinions and hopefully have a lot of laughs along the way. All right, Heather, I'm going to read you some some stuff, all right? I, I did some research and I want to read you some stuff here. This is from Bloomberg. The NFT market is starting to cool down. The average trading value of the non-fungible tokens has dropped precipitously. That's oh, hard God. to say. <laughs> lately. Precipitously. <laughs> that's, that's why I chose to read it. I'm just kidding because that was hard for me too. Um, declining from a record 6,900 at the beginning of the year to just under 200 according to NFT tracker non-fungible. So I actually read reports that the average transaction or average trading was actually down to 1,600 at one point. Another person from Bloomberg, uh, this is a writer and crypto investor named Aaron Brown, said, what I would say is the last week or so has been have seen significant decline, perhaps as much as 40% in floor prices for the most desirable NFTs, which, you know, like, yes, but there's also been some victories. But anyway, so I'm going to keep telling you a couple other things that may be contributing to what we're talking about. And again, I'm, I'm just referencing news outlets, and then I want uh, Heather does what she does best and talks to our people. She's got some insight from our community on what they think. Here's another one. So SEC scrutinizes NFT market over illegal crypto token offerings. Essentially, the US Securities and Exchange Commission is scrutinizing creators of NFTs and crypto exchanges where they trade them to determine if some of the assets run afoul, whatever the hell that means, of the agency's rules, according to people familiar with the matter, blah, blah, blah. Okay, and then a couple more things. At the same time, this is actually a plus. 63% of wallets that hold Bitcoin haven't touched it, meaning like they're holding on. And I'm not surprised by that. And I'm not going to get too detailed into it, but they just realized this is how things go. This is the biggest one that I saw that I was like, holy freaking shit. August last year, weekly trading volume was around averaged 1 billion trading volume per week. Right now it's at 200 million. Like that is insanity. So that's where we're at. That's what the news is reporting. I know what I'm feeling. Heather, what is the community feeling? 
Yeah, over on Twitter at NFTs, number four newbies, make sure you hit us up. We're always asking our community questions like we did this week, which was just projecting, like, where do you see the NFT space in three years? Our man Philback says NFTs will be incorporated in almost all aspects of life. They will help individuals have more control over their lives. The ticket industry, music industry, insurance deeds, all of it, it's all going to be incorporated. At CryptoArt80 said, I see NFTs as being all contracts, deeds to home, insurance, medicals. And lastly, we have at 1802H2. Where are y'all coming up with these handles, y'all? No. <laughs> I need to know the story easier. behind Come this. Uh, he <laughs> says that he sees in three years NFT changing the whole dynamics of social media and different industries. So it seems to me, Richard, that even though that you're reading these pretty dark and gloomy statistics, uh, people who are in the NFT game are really what they call bullish about this life. Yeah, I mean, like, we'll pause for a second from uh, the next community comment, but there's clearly a dichotomy here, right? Like, the people who talk about money want to tell you about how shitty things are, right? Like, and I get that. And, and especially something new to the game like NFTs and what preceded NFTs is crypto. And, you know, the conversation around that, it's just easy. Like, the numbers don't lie, okay? But you could also really exaggerate what the numbers are saying. And I'll get into that a little bit later. But then you have what the community is saying. And what you're kind of pointing out is there's still a lot of people who are in NFT's corner, so to speak, right? And like, I believe, like, this is just me. This is just our podcast. This is my own freaking opinion. Is that like, these things are just driven by the people who want them to succeed. Okay, like no one on Crypto Buzz or no one on CNBC gives a shit if Heather wins in NFTs or gives a shit about her project or anyone else's project. But the people in the community, and as we've seen, Heather, in the last, God, we've only been doing this eight months, that the community is alive and well, despite some of the bearish indications. And if the community wants it to win, I actually do believe it is going to be here long term and for good. But there's a lot of things that's going to need to change, Rich, for that to happen. A lot of things yeah. that people have pointed out to us. Yep. So let's see what we got here. So this is from NFTTEA VIP. You're right about these names, man. Can y'all make them easier for us or something? <laughs> he or she, I think it's a she. Oh, this is fun to speculate. I, I can say I hope there is a more streamlined way for others to get on board and that the space is still safe from being regulated. Mark Greenfield. I'm just going to say the names instead of the the, the handles because these are better. Actually, you could read this one. I'll read the next one. Yeah, um, he sees a barrier to entry, and that's what we're discussing here. So we're, we're saying that the NFT community is very excited. I think this is going to be around a long time. But our community here pointed out a lot of things that obviously need to change. Regulation. That's one thing Mark said. But another thing that he said is just the onboarding process and getting more people into the space. It needs to be easier. And also, too, again, back to the security piece, some answers to who do we answer to if something goes wrong in South, because right now it's just the freaking Wild West, which makes a lot of people very, I think, hesitant to get in because what makes the NFT space so cool is also what makes it bad. There is no, there is no popo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no popo for show show. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Whoever wrote that bad review about, uh, you know, our lingo, get the oh, hell out of yeah. here. We're going to say whatever we want. <laughs> All right, Nick Bacondi says, I think it's it needs to transcend from just the arts 
and individual promotion to everyday business use. I freaking love this. How does a local wine shop or restaurant leverage to build their businesses? Well, guess what? Heather and I are in a mission to figure all that stuff out because we love that. Like we love to see what the different business cases are. And then there's a couple more, Heather. Yeah, Dracula's yo-yo, again, back to the education piece. And there's a lot of stigma around the NFT community. So in order for it to last and to grow, we've really got to be invested in education. That's why we're here. Also, Talking Llama said that Discord sucks as a community builder, in her opinion. There needs to be more utilities with NFTs. And I agree with this one, Rich. I've I've, I've been harping on this. I've been talking to a lot of people about community building specifically. And I'm like, yes, we need to educate people onto Discord, but we also need to be innovative and think of like discord i don't believe is going to be like the number one social media platform worldwide there's no way because if you and i and people who have been in the online space for a long time hate it and there's a lot of us out there i don't see people who aren't super techie getting involved in discord but anyway i'm getting on a rampage yeah the first flip phone put that next to an iphone like the way things progress like I get Discord, but I, I'm with you. I'm just going to be so you know ecstatic when, when something new comes along that just seems more us. So here's a few points I wanted to make. Why we might be experiencing this kind of bubble burst feeling, the, 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 this terrible drop-off, you know, NFTs fell off a cliff. Things that happen in the world affect money, period. And crypto and NFTs right now may not be worth a thought to many people in the world right now. Okay, there's like way more important things, as you know, uh, uh, you know, across the world right now going on. And there's just a lot of humanitarian aid and thinking that's happening that may leave people not going into Google to type in NFTs. People might just not give a shit. And with the way money's fluctuating right now, as a result of these world happenings, it's easy to just be like, not right now, not getting involved, don't give a shit. The second thing is, it's still a new technology and that means it's just going to continue to emerge. We just kind of talked about it, like the first flip phone and then the BlackBerry and then the iPad and then or the iPhone and everything else. I mean, now, you know, we saw one of those Samsung phones that folds in half because people break their screen so much. And, at, you know, I didn't know that. I saw it at Best Buy the other day. It was so funny. But anyway... Things emerge and new technology emerges. I mean, we have to think. I mean, the first time you had a cell phone, I guarantee Google Maps wasn't on that thing. Things evolve and you just have to understand that. And the last point I want to make is like gains don't go on forever. And I I love to use like nutrition-ish analogies to kind of help drive this point home. Um, So I once interviewed a guy named Jordan Syat. He used to be Gary Vee's personal trainer. He goes, you know, you know, where, where people think losing a pound a week is like the standard. And he's like, maybe. He goes, maybe it's half a pound. Maybe it's a quarter pound or whatever. He goes, think about it. If you lose a pound a week, you'll be 52 pounds lighter in a year. Now, that may mean something for someone who's 300 pounds. But for someone like Heather, I'd probably be like, uh, we got to get to the hospital because you look like crazy. You look nuts right now. So, of course, that's not going to happen. Now, on the flip side, it's like, okay, cool. Wow, maybe I went to the gym today and I did a little bit more bench press. Uh, Like I added two and a half pounds to my bench press or something. It's like, can I do that every week until I can lift all the weight in the world? Fuck no, of course, that's not how it goes. Is marriage always good? Anyone who's in a relationship or anyone who's married knows that it's going to be full of ups and downs. And if they portray anything otherwise, then they're just not being real. 
And that's how this is. That's why you see Ethereum. That's why you see Bitcoin. Bitcoin was at $63,000 not long ago. Now it's at $40,000. These fluctuations are completely normal. And the last kind of analogy in those terms I wanted to make is blackjack. And Tom Bill, you talked about it when we interviewed him about you know how some of the people who are really deep into this are some of the people who love to gamble, love to play blackjack. That is high risk, and you have to know that. I once won, I think, $11,000, Heather, when I went to Vegas once. I was like, dude, like, what the hell's going on? Every time I went since, I think I gave it all back. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think I gave it all back trying to think I could get to 11000 again. Hey, newbies, our friend Sean has made an online course called NFTs Simplified. So consider it an extension of the things that we've tried to help you do. Now, this course is going to cover a few things, and we want to tell you about it because it is very affordable and it is very worthwhile. So obviously, we're going to cover what an NFT is, how to transfer Ether crypto into your wallet, how to buy an NFT, NFT security basics, all so that you can do the things you want. Some of you want to make money. Some of you want to invest money. Some of you want to make sure your NFTs and your monies are safe. And that's exactly uh, why we're pairing up with Sean for this. So there will be five video lessons and there's also plenty of course handouts and notes. Uh, I'm looking at some of the reviews right now. Here's one from Halim saying the course is great. I love the graphics and wish I had time to watch all this before I tried to do it myself. So there's additional reviews just like that, that made us confident to partner with him and to offer this course to you for 19 bucks. Okay. That's about three Starbucks grande drinks. Okay. So think about it, 19 bucks to keep your NFTs safe, to get you some of that extended knowledge that you want, and to just have a course from someone who is driven to help you. So we'll link it in the show notes. See you next time. The difference between me and you at the casino, you just said that you won all these thousands of dollars playing blackjack. Anytime I ever go to a casino, I'm the gal at the quarter machine that that thing pushes the quarters. I sit at that for hours, dude. And I'll you know, maybe 30, 40 bucks gone. <laughs> that's a good old time. But that's our personalities, isn't it? Of course, yes. you're at the blackjack table and of course I'm at the quarter machine. <laughs> <laughs> I just like sitting at a table forever talking to people and it's just fun. But look, so you do that because you know it's volatile, right? Like, you know, that you're not trying to play $100 hands at a blackjack table. And, and that's what we need to understand. I, I think the best of the best out there have been trying to drive this point home. That's why they always emphasize, you know, don't play with money you can't lose, et cetera, et cetera, because you are going to be so less tied to these fluctuations and worrying about if the bubble actually bursts. You know what I think about the fact that all my NFTs are down right now? Nothing. I don't think anything of it. I don't care because it still has a chance to win on the backside. But I also am not going to like tied to that. I, I'm not texting Heather like, oh my God, this is down. Like, do you think it's going to bounce back up? No, like we don't have those conversations. We have the conversations on what we're going to do for you guys. So that's what I wanted to say. I, Heather, do you have anything to add on like why you feel it's bearish or if you think it's going to make a comeback or anything like that? The only thing I would add, I think you did a great job, you know, uh, covering the gist of it. I, I just, again, want to reemphasize that the underlying technology is the thing that I believe is here to stay and the implications of that, whether it look, I don't believe it's going to look at all the same that it has over the past year, nor do I honestly want it to, Rich. I mean, I'm kind of excited to think that we're going to transcend, you know, the traditional way of looking at NFTs. But I think the NFT marketplace is always going to be here from this point forward just because the tech is amazing and game-changing. And I don't see that ever going anywhere. And I think to your point about 
you know, even just relationships, looking at that, you know, you grow and you change and you adapt and everybody's different in different situations and stuff. And when you're committed to something, you're going to be adjustable and be willing to, you know, uh, kind of go with the changes. And I think if we're in a relationship with NFTs, it's going to be changing. It's going to be taking form. It's not always look the same way it's going to look. It's going to be getting some gray hair. It might get a little love handles here and there. I mean, it might be looking hotter at 45 than it did when it was 25. We don't know. <laughs> She's talking about me. She's talking about my gray hair, my love handles, but I am going to look bomb as fuck at 45. Thank you, Heather. Anyway, we do have a random question from the audience. I want to ask you this. Ask me. Claire from at Clary Grunts asks, and I can't wait to ask this. Heather, you are 10 years old. The bell rings. It's recess at school. What do we find you doing at that moment? I was homeschooled my whole life, K through 12. So I never went to school. <laughs> um, but I definitely loved clubs. And so I always started clubs and gathered people around to formulate clubs. And we'd have a mission and we would have do things. And I was always the president. So hands down, I would be forming clubs in the playground and probably bossing a few people. What about you, Rich? I would just be playing just like anyone else. I guess I was not homeschooled. I think I would just be trying to play kickball or foursquare or something like that and trying to think that I was good at sports when I actually was not. Would you have joined one of my clubs? Yes or no? No, absolutely Why? not. What is wrong? Why are you hating on me? I'm not hating on you. You, you said it forcefully. I I, you were like, no. You didn't I just know I wouldn't it. the minute you mentioned it. Well, fine. It's fine. We were a profitable club and we're making a difference on the playground. And if you don't want to join that, that's okay. I didn't think big then. That's all I'm saying. Just joking. You were thinking big. Speaking of thinking big, make sure that you go to our big Discord channel. That's a horrible intro. <laughs> <laughs> NFTs for newbies. It's linked up in the show notes. We'd love to get to know you and we'll see you next time. Thank you.